Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where everything we do, we do it for you. I'm Harrison. I'm Zach. I'm Mark. And we have a high school reunion today, guys. Whoa. Guys, I just, this is something I've been thinking about. I just want to know, um, I just, can I, we use this podcast as a jumping off point to do a lot of humorous bits and stuff. Can I try mm-hmm. out a new character I've been thinking about? Yes. Sure. Go for um, it. It's, he's called Regular Al. Regular Al? <laughs> regular yeah. Al? Can we speak to Regular Al? Hello, I'm Regular Al. <laughs> hey, Regular Al. I perform non-parody versions of songs. Covers. Covers, you could call them. Um, <laughs> Indeed. What are some other things that you like to do for fun, Regular Al? Having straight short hair. <laughs> wow, you're so regular. And wearing non-loud t-shirts, not Hawaiian button-down shirts. Regular Al, what would you say your favorite food is? I don't know enough about Weird Al to keep this going. <laughs> I was like, really hoping you were going to say like, something really random like stale white bread. <laughs> oh, oh, I, well, the joke was he's the opposite of Weird Al, not just that he's oh, regular. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> just like a regular dude. Okay. We gotcha. I did not get that yeah. at first. I'm sorry. Okay. For, that was the, the whole, um, yeah, no, that's literally just something. We haven't recorded in a while. Um, this was just a bit that I was thinking about for like a week. Yeah, Mark also did not tell us about regular Al prior to yeah. fil- prior to recording. I like to so. spring things on you, but guys, it is three episodes later, and we still have the Christmas decorations up. It's still Christmas, which confirms that this was definitely out of order. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all, well. It's also the way that we're recording this podcast is we're recording it in order of the episodes as they appear on Netflix. Yeah, however. The way they appear on Netflix doesn't follow a linear story. No, it's wrong. I mean, I wanted to say it in a nice way, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say it like that too. Netflix, which makes Fuller House, aired the episodes out of order, I guess, even though they released them all at once. Um, and it's a streaming service, so it seems like it could be an easy fix to just switch the order again. Yeah, I, I wonder, yeah. was it an intentional decision to put it out of order? Is that I, right? I, I is, doubt it. It is an artistic decision. They, they're playing around with time. It's very much like Christopher Nolan in his film Memento or his new film Tenant. Um, now in theaters, go see it to die. Um, we're not sponsored. We're not, we're not we're sponsored. sponsored by Christopher I was Nolan. also making a joke about how it was a bad idea to release Tenant in theaters uh, <laughs> during a pandemic. Um, but yeah, no, it's an artistic choice because this show is so much about time. Of course. About nostalgia, about the relationship between the past and the present. Exactly. Um, things from 20 years ago pop up in the lives of these characters way more than they do for normal people. So, yeah, I mean, I, I could say, I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but I definitely cannot attest to events from 20 years ago showing up in my normal life. I was two years old 20 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was, well, almost two, whatever. Uh, but like, I don't know, This it's weird that it's out of order because like, it's, so this episode ends, spoiler alert, with Steve telling DJ that he wants to propose to CJ. 
And the last episode ends with Steve proposing to CJ through DJ. Kind of weird how that works. We'll we'll get there, but like the whole thing, apparently, according to Tyler, it's the production order. Um, That's which okay. it seems this seems like an oversight. It still seems That's a like an oversight. Really big oversight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was a big twist right at the beginning because I was just in awe of the fact that they still had the Christmas decorations up. Yeah. And then DJ has a line about, well, Matt's still in India. When last episode, we saw him get back from India and I started to doubt my mind and my reality and my sanity. And that's what this show does. It challenges you as a viewer. Yeah. Well, you see Mark, Matt's in India and Chandler's still in Yemen. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have let that get me, but that's so good. <laughs> Just perfectly executed, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we love to reference other shows and movies it's not we're not sponsored we're not we're not sponsored often the shows that we reference are friends is friends is Is, i guess is sure are sure yeah the shows that we reference is friends (laughs) yeah that was the sentence that was the full sentence yeah i mean yeah you got it but uh yeah dj and kimmy are going to their high school reunion that's right we're revisiting the past. Literally, it's all part of it. Exactly. That's why the episodes are aired out of order. It's an artistic choice. Let's, Guys, yeah. remember Full House? I do. I do remember Full House. I do remember Full House, and we see a lot of it here. Except some of the actors aren't the same. Do you remember a lot of the very random characters? I, I remember from- Full House. It was that show about, like, the six single friends living in the city... Um, one of them was an actor. I think one of them was a paleontologist. Oh, this, or th- is this friends? This is friends. No, again. Mark. Full, no, Mark. Full house is the show about poker where they're playing cards and they're like, Hey, I got a full house. I win. <laughs> it's not I, a real show. I hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke, I, but I hate that it got to me. I, I completely understand. But guys, it's reunion time. They're they're really excited, but someone posted a mean meme of Kimmy. How dare on they? Facebook. How dare they do that to our Kimmy? Kimmy, who was extremely normal in high school. Exactly. She was extremely popular. Everybody loved her. Extremely <laughs> normal and not embarrassing grace. in high school. She was as normal as our favorite character, regular Al. <laughs> 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 in that picture in the mean meme was that current andrea barber it looked like current andrea barber right because like that barber. got to I think me it for was a old moment. andrea barber andrea barber just like they've all they've all aged very well she just doesn't age yeah. they've all aged pretty That's well sure they have yeah they could have dressed her up in a trash bag just to take some more photos but i think it was old Okay. Old Kimmy Maybe. It was old Kimmy Gibbler as opposed to old Kimmy Gibbler. Hey, you get it? Get because it. one is old as in it's her as she was in the 90s and one is old as in she is older now. Exactly. In the present day. I don't get it. Can you explain it again? Right. So one is old as in <laughs> it's Kimmy Gibbler as she was in the Anyways, 90s. Anyways, they go and to one is their in... high school reunion. Actually, no, before they go, Stephanie comes in and she prepares theme music for all of the children. To show how how good they've all been doing in school. They're very accomplished children, not just in school. Um, 
the most of them in school. Max has been named student of the month for the eighth time. Jesus Christ. That's just mean to the other kids. Hold, wait. It's December. How is he student of the month? I mean, does it like carry over from the previous year? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because school, does it carry over? Did Max, the summer months don't count. <laughs> I, was, I was about to ask the very stupid question of maybe they give out student of the month every week. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that completely unironically. I'm glad someone else kept talking because that made me catch myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Max is one student of the month eight times in a row somehow. You're right. That's very weird. Also weird. Ramona has been named, she's one of the newspaper's 15 dancers under 15. Here are my things about this. One, I love that she says the newspaper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They do not, they say the newspaper multiple times. They do not specify which newspaper. You know, the local newspaper. That one. They couldn't even just take San Francisco and add Gazette to the end of it. (laughs) San Francisco Tribune. I'm pretty sure the real one is San Francisco Chronicle. Someone look that up. I don't know things about newspapers. I don't know San Francisco newspapers. For a bit. I'm I'm Googling. I'm Googling. And then the other thing is they have a list of specifically dancers under 15. That is a very strange cutoff point. It is the San Francisco Chronicle. San Francisco Chronicle. I've realized that every time I'm right about something, I raise my arms up. (laughs) You did raise your arms. You did raise your arms in triumph, and it was great. They couldn't see it because this is an audio format, but I saw it on our Discord call, and I appreciate you. I want you to know that I appreciate you. Whenever I am proven right about something, I raise my arms up in the air and say it. And and often, often I say Mark was right. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I don't do that. I raise my arms triumphantly, but I don't say, hey, Zach was right. I, I say that. I say that out loud. Um, I'm surprised you guys haven't noticed because I genuinely do that. Oh, I've noticed you raising your arms. I, I haven't heard you saying Mark is right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hear that, but I do see you do that. And I don't think anything of it because I feel like I do it as well. Yeah. We all we all deserve we all to that. celebrate our wins. I think mine is yeah. sort of a goalpost for my arms. Right? It's, it's like, like, uh, it's good. Angles, like the, yep, the kick is good. It's good. It's good, I got this. It's good. <laughs> or you're just like about to just pull out the robot and you're just like I going mean, we are it. from New Jersey. Sometimes I suspect the Italian in us that we don't have because we're not Italian is just going to like burst out in flames <laughs> and we're going to like start waving our hands around and like saying, hey, hey, the, what the, what the, the hell Italian are you talking that's about? The through osmosis of living in New Jersey for most of our lives. Yes. But our, our <laughs> final accomplished young person is Jay Money, who yes. does not get any intro music. At all. It's very mean. Yeah, he doesn't all. get intro music. Stephanie says that, like, oh, we weren't dancing. But, like, he was, and they all yeah. came in with music ahead of time. <laughs> he hit the whip and nene. What, do you, what yeah. do you expect, Steph? Is he not cool enough for you, Aunt Stephanie? Is that what it's about? <laughs> there's a whole joke. Yeah, well, there's a whole joke where Steph goes, that was dancing. It's like, but you played music for the other people before they were in the room. Come on, Aunt Steph. You're better than this. You're better than this. Showing some real favoritism there, Aunt Steph. God. But Jay Money got all A's this semester. And no one believes him, including us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I loved that the second he said that, we went, no. No, that's not true. Not just us, but like everyone in the show. Yeah, like yeah. DJ was like, what? But I liked it. I think we were saying it before DJ started saying it. No, yeah. Well, we like we instantly instant. knew something yeah. was up. Yeah. And I think I kind of remembered this plot point from when it happened the first time, but... I, I I thought it was different from how it actually was. I thought it was going to be like the grades were wrong and the professor has to call and say that it was a mistake. But nope, <laughs> it's much better. The the journey is more internal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, Steve and CJ show up, but I don't think anything else super significant happens in this scene. No, no, um, really. We do get the utterance of what is quickly becoming America's favorite catchphrase. It's always open. It's always mm. open. It's so funny and cute. No, it's not. It's really annoying. I hate it when they say it. <laughs> I really and that's all like I have to race. say about that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then we're at we're at the reunion. Yeah, where Fernando is wearing his race car driver outfit. Yes. yes. <laughs> Kimmy makes him wear his race car driver yes. uniform. Kimmy wants to show off her hot husband to all of her high school bullies for yes. being mean to her. And she's like, hey. You think I was weird in high school? I've, I'm dating Fernando now. To be fair, if I was in her shoes, same. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think that's really the... It's what any sane person would do in that scenario. Uh, honestly, if I wasn't dating Fernando, I'd take Fernando to my high school reunion and just be like, look at this man. Look at this beautiful so, man. So what you're saying is for our high school reunion, which is coming up at some point, we make a plan to kidnap Juan Pablo de Pache. Yes, please come on our podcast, Juan Pablo de Pache, but also and please also come, to come to our high school, school reunion. reunion. Yes, we need we need to like walk in <laughs> and we're all like just clinging to Juan Pablo de Pache like he has us on on both arms. Yeah. We have theme music. We just like walk in a line of the four of us all wearing matching suits. Yeah. Yes. I was about to say matching tuxedos. Yes. Yeah, matching tuxedos <laughs> with sunglasses. Yeah. Inside, because we don't give a fuck. And guys, guys, powder blue. Powder blue. Yes, I, I, I didn't say powder blue, but in my mind, I think we all knew it was powder blue. Powder blue in my mind, it was like a black tux. But I'm, I'm, to I'm so down for powder blue. I, there have been multiple times when, like, we're talking about some hypothetical dumb situation, and Zach takes it in a let's be cool route, and I'm like, no, we're gonna make this the silliest thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> there have been multiple. I was I was looking through my old photos and there's one time where Mark and I took a picture together and my mom was like, great. Hey, why don't you guys do a picture like back I love to this back? One. And so I did like a cool thing with my arms crossed and just like staring at the camera with a blank expression. And Mark, do you wanna you wanna do That's specifically what I was thinking of. Yeah. We we were at your brother's bar mitzvah, a photographer came up to us. I think I said to you, like, oh, let's go back to back and do the thing. Yeah. And didn't explain what it was. So you do this cool pose and I do this big, like weird, silly expression and like point to you yeah, with the intent like, to be like guy. this one. <laughs> yeah, because in my mind, it was like, oh, we'll go back to back and it'll be like the the poster <laughs> of like a buddy movie where we're two people with different personalities who don't get along. Yeah, we both got entirely. We both went entirely separate directions Which, on that one. Which, by it's the way, means that pictures. it works super well. I, I was about to say it, it actually it, it works. It, so it well. worked because Zach just looks annoyed at me. 
it's i like saw that picture a couple days ago and i was like oh yeah that picture it's absolutely wonderful i'm I just saying this picture. is the same thing where you're like oh i was thinking cool tuxedos and i'm like no i was thinking the lamest tuxes we could find <laughs> yeah powder blue with the the puffy like frills or whatever yeah yes oh with frills oh yeah yeah, yeah on the on the shirt whatever you call it la cravat but we're not at a high school reunion Kimmy and DJ are at a high school reunion. Yeah. And Kimmy girds herself for the oncoming embarrassment by saying, Kimmy, you can do this. You are a strong black woman. So they walk in. Timmy, being a strong black woman, isn't about to let bullies get to her. Until they do, a few seconds later, when they point out the, the trash yeah. thing. <laughs> Things immediately go wrong for Kimmy. And I appreciate oh, yeah. that... They did the whole thing where someone posted a photo of it in a Facebook group because at least there's an explanation. Otherwise, I would have been like, why do these people remember this one thing that happened one night in high school? Yeah. But she gets on stage because she planned the party and introduces her beautiful, lovely <laughs> fiance, Fernando. I said... Not remembering the episode, but making a guess. I want you guys to believe me. I wasn't remembering it. I was making a guess. I said, oh, did Fernando, is Fernando going to come in covered in bee stings or something? And then I immediately said, you yeah, remember. Yeah, we both remember. <laughs> yeah, so Harrison and I, you said that and I immediately remembered. I was like, oh, that is exactly what happens. <laughs> I was, I was making a guess based on what I thought was going to happen. And I'm glad it spurred your memories. <laughs> And I think he was about to take the mask off, and we were all chanting, bees, 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 Because he comes bees. in with a helmet. And then guess what? Mark was right. Bees! <laughs> Mark was right. It was bees. <laughs> it was bees. <laughs> you were right. It was bees. Oh, uh, I want a t-shirt that says, surprise, it was bees. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as it turns out, uh, while Fernando was waiting for his cue... He got stung by a bunch of bees and thought, you know, maybe it was a bad idea to start hurling rocks at their nest. <laughs> yes, that's not a joke we're making. That's a joke Fuller House made. Yeah. Fernando was just throwing rocks at a at a beehive <laughs> for no reason. Oh, God. He lives, he lives dangerously. You know, when you're a race car driver, you're constantly looking for the thrills, including <laughs> throwing, throwing rocks at beehives. He's... Fernando is an adrenaline junkie living life on the edge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our boy, Fernando, our good boy, Fernando. Good boy. And he's so happy. Like they say, <laughs> like he says, you know, funny story. I was throwing <laughs> rocks at this beehive. And I got stung a bunch. I might be slightly allergic, but everything should be fine. So I'm not going to go to the hospital or anything. Oh, God. Let's get this party started. Hell yeah. That's taking it in stride. Just get lit and you'll forget all about those bee stings as they kill you slowly. And then Kimmy, who it is now revealed that she planned out the reunion, uh, is going to put on her 90s playlist because the DJ isn't here yet, mm. which is weird. I mean, they have a DJ right there. It's, it's DJ. It's DJ for get you get the joke. Anyway, she puts on <laughs> she puts on 
her uh, 90s playlist, but it's not her 90s playlist. It's her voicemail. From her doctor. Oh, how embarrassing. How embarrassing. It was a yeast infection, right? Isn't that what it was? Or? Uh, she says urinary tract infection. Oh, urinary tract yeah. infection. Okay. Yeah. Um, ouch. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. That's painful. Anyways, then she puts on MC Hammer's smash hit, Can't Touch This. The Enduring Classic. And they all do the hammer dance, but not really because our main characters are wearing high heels. Yeah, well, I was going to say they don't all do the hammer dance because very Kimmy specifically. And do the exactly. Yeah. The course of events is Kimmy says, let's get this party started. And in response to that, everybody clears from the dance floor to let Kimmy and DJ dance. And I don't, I don't mean it like they leave and discuss and it's a whole thing. I just mean they all go to the edge of the dance floor to watch yeah, our main like characters dance. they clear the dance floor like Kimmy and DJ about to pull some real epic shit when it's just not. Yeah. It's it's real bad. It's pretty bad. It's not good dancing. It's not like they really choreographed it super well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the one time that they didn't have a choreographed dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this show. They were just like, you, you guys know MC Hammer. <laughs> but the thing that actually happens is Kimmy's dress rips. Da, da, da. Exposing her spanks. Her spanks? Anything but the spanks. spanks. And she, she runs off in shame, even though it's, I mean, not that big a deal. I mean, I guess it comes right after the trash thing. So it's like, ouch. Yeah. But... Um, and the B thing. <laughs> you don't like to wear clothes around your high school classmates, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> History is repeating itself. The episode is about time and our relationship to it. It's all connected. That's right. This is one of the only Fuller's House episodes with a legitimate theme. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, DJ, well, Kimmy's doing that. DJ is in the reunion and is talking to some old friends some other people from full house that you probably don't remember but they remember that's right there's nelson who is not played by james marsden <laughs> there's scott Minvell who shows up later and then there's not Viper. james marsden and jason oh jason marsden damn it okay James Marsden is a different handsome man. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, no, actually, I need to be trivia. Uh, so Jason Marsden actually was invited back for this episode, but he declined partly due to scheduling conflicts because he felt that he could earn more money by appearing at a comic convention the same weekend that they were filming this episode of Fuller House. So he went to the convention. Which, to be oh, fair, no. like, yeah, that he's. Yeah. You can make bank at those. And also he's he's Max Goof. He's Chester McBadbat. He's Jason yeah. Marsden. He's let's just call it how it Bart is. Bart Allen, aka Impulse, aka Kid Flash in Young Justice. Um, but no, instead we have Hal Sparks from Lab Rats. We have Hal Sparks. Yeah, Jason Marsden is the only original actor who does not return for this episode, and he's instead played by Hal Sparks. I really love that. I really love that this show's bread and butter is bringing things back from Full House. <laughs> and one time someone said, oh, no, I can't do that or I'm not going to do that. And they were like, well, let's do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're recasting the role. We might as well just uh, get the IMDb trivia out of the way because we missed this earlier. They go back to their old yearbook at the beginning of the episode and DJ is described as most likely to marry Lance Bass. She won that superlative, I guess. But according to IMDb, 
since they graduated in 1995, and NSYNC's per first public performance was in October 22nd of 1995, several months after the class graduated, Lance Bass would not yet have been the public figure to inspire such a category. That's some game theory shit. That's some MatPat stuff. Damn. Hello, what Internet. Welcome to Four House Theory. Wow. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> Did not expect that. But hey, that's, that's just a, a theory. A Lance Bass theory. Thanks for watching. <laughs> hey, Zach, can you do the rest of the podcast in that As voice? Matt Pat? <laughs> yeah, but specifically doing the outro. I'm specifically doing the outro of Game Theory? Oh, yeah. God. I, I feel like that's such a that's such a cadence. All right, hold on. All right, all right, guys. I can try. I can really try, but I don't know if it'll be successful. Well, Nelson isn't the only one who's back. There's Viper. Because also, <laughs> DJ's ex-boyfriend, Viper, who might be my favorite character in the episode. <laughs> He's fantastic. I think, I think this bit has run its course. Yes, it has. I am done with it. Yeah. I feel like if we keep doing this the entire episode, it's going to get real annoying real fast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Viper, Viper. Viper is my favorite because Viper hits that box that we so want all of our characters on Fuller House to hit. Sadness. Viper is very sad. <laughs> <laughs> he has a job at Footlocker. Foot Locker. He, I I also love how I also love how he comes in and Mark told us later once DJ said Viper, you were just, Mark was just like, oh, I thought his name was Dragon, which is like very close. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I knew his name was something like that. I thought it was Dragon. I forgot it was Viper. Um, <laughs> he comes in in a, with a leather, in a leather vest. It's like a sleeveless leather vest, I think. Is it sleeveless? I feel like it's sleeveless. Zach, Zach, yes. I'm pretty sure most vests are sleeveless. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all vests are sleeveless. I got confused with the term vest and jacket. <laughs> no, Zach, I understand. Again, I'm the guy who was going to say maybe they give student of the month out every week. <laughs> yeah, but you stopped yourself from saying that. <laughs> I did not. Anyways. I just, I just wanted to acknowledge that, yes, indeed, his vest is sleeveless. Yeah. So um, I, Zach was right. Zach was right, ladies and gentlemen. Who was right? Zach was right. I just want you to acknowledge that I was right. You are right. Thank you. You're you're right, and you're right in that he. It's important to note he does not have sleeves under the vest. Yeah. Thank you. Continue. He is a, he is a sleeveless man. Um. He tells DJ, and I'm still in a band. And I have a job at Foot Locker. You know, in my off time from the Foot Locker. Yeah. <laughs> Where I have to buy beer for my boss. <laughs> Actually, yeah, like he says, my boss makes me buy him beer. Yeah, and he's like upset about it. I mean, that is a pretty bad job. <laughs> and he says like, I can't believe you wasted your time with this guy. And Viper goes, how'd you know I was wasted? <laughs> and also... Maybe we should have saved this for Sad Boy of the Week, but this scene just made such an impression on me. <laughs> Viper. <laughs> Viper also, it should be pointed out, did not go to their high school. He is there yeah, specifically right. to win back DJ. I forgot about that. That was so weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I were DJ and all of my ex-boyfriends started stalking me at my high school, I would just, I don't know. 
start making out with Timmy to throw them off the trail. Be like, sorry, guys. <laughs> well, luckily, she doesn't have to because who comes in but Dr. Stephen Hale. Stephen Hale. With his classic line, my name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. His classic line, yep. My name is Steve. Well, okay, for context, he comes in and everyone's like, and everyone's like, Steve, Steve, Steve. It's one at a time, but like you understand. He's like, yep, my name is Steve. And then he takes DJ away. And then Nelson and Viper are left alone with only their thoughts and each other and the sexual tension between the two of them. Yes. We do not deserve Scott Wenger. I love that they immediately pair up right after they leave. (laughs) like right like they just immediately gravitate towards each other just fueled by their rivalry (laughs) yep tyler points out that it's it's the hit jason lee show my name is earl but with 100 percent more steve and i just want to say maybe that's our spinoff for the episode yes yes steve living in a small backwater town doing good deeds righting wrongs (laughs) Writing his own wrongs. Or alternate spinoff buddy cop TV show with Piper and Nelson. Yes. <laughs> For a second, because Tyler texted an edited version of the image we were referring I, yeah, to earlier, I, saw I thought you were going to say buddy cop show starring me and Zach. That well, that's our show. That's our show. And I'm your police chief. That could also be a thing where it's like, where it's like I'm the, where, where it's just like I'm the experienced cop who's got to deal with the new... But and hey, I'm the wacky cop. And I'm the and I'm the chief. Oh, I just got out of the police academy. And that 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 image is just the trailer image for that. It's like I, I don't want to say movie poster because this is a, a mini series, of course. But it's like that's a, from that image. We have a thing where I'm just like the serious cop who doesn't play by the rules. Yeah. And Mark's like I'm the wacky cop. Hey, I'm here too. I'm your partner. Can now. I make a request? Can I play the chief whose only line is, you guys are off the case. You're out of line. You're a yes. loose cannon, yeah. you two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you mean the only other recurring character on the show? Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Every other character shows up yeah. once and then it's like Every other character shows screen. up for like one episode. It's like law and order. It's like a law and order type thing. Yes. You guys have, like, a different love interest every episode who you always have to fight over. Oh, oh, is it just Law & Order where we're not partners, you're the detective, I'm the lawyer? <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it's me being a wacky lawyer! <laughs> hey, you think I'm out of order, you're out of order, that's what the judge says. <laughs> I love how this voice is turning more and more into Joey Wheeler as you go along. Hey, Yug. <laughs> I'm a lawyer now, Yug. <laughs> Baby dragon. <laughs> Tyler very much wants us to get back to the yeah, episode. Back to the Fuller house, uh, Jay Money is putting his grades on the fridge because he's that yes. proud of it. This is his greatest achievement ever, faking his report card. You say that as a joke, but he says it's good to have something to put on the fridge that's not a hand turkey. This is, in fact, his greatest achievement. But Ramona just has to go like, I still don't get how you got straight A's. Like, they're already I've never seen you study once. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he dreamed big, as he he put it very intelligently. He dreamed 
And you know what? That well, counts for something. Actually, the quote is, in America, it's not about studying. It's about dreaming big. Yeah, exactly. But Max sees through it right away because he's a supervillain. Yep. Max has strong, has, Max has had strong supervillain energy for a few episodes now. For quite a while. He's just been yeah. becoming more and more evil. Last season, he was trying to like do good by the world. Or was it this season? It was, I think this, it was season. this season. Yeah. This season, he was trying to do good by the world. But then after Taylor, you know, nearly won that contest, it just disillusioned him. He's now evil. He's, he just wants to bring the whole world down. What a shame. What a shame. It's it's a shame. He, he like, I'm pretty sure he spins around at some point. Like, he spins and says, oh, really, Jackson? Yes. You see, I used, I used a printer copier. I forget what the full title is, but he says the full title every single time. A printer fax machine copier fax machine. <laughs> to find... Your original report card. Next time when you're going to make a fake, don't leave the original in the printer, fax machine, copier, photocopier, fax machine. Nah. That's what he sounds like. Before we move on with this scene, I want to also mention specifically the sassy pose that Max makes when he's handing yes. the report card to Stephanie. Like, it's just a very fluid hand motion while the other arm is like yeah. on his waist and he's got that real sassy pose going on. It's oh, yeah. He's turning from Max Fuller to Maximilian Fuller. Yes. Sassy criminal and world's greatest criminal mind. Debonair heistman extraordinaire. I'm picturing him wearing the Riddler suit. Yes. I can see I could see Max in a Riddler yeah, suit. Yeah, Max as the Riddler <laughs> makes sense, which especially because Robin's in this episode. Oh boy, is that a transition? Yeah. Is that actually a I, there was a little from Zach I, the, tra- the king I, of transitions? I, 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 Mark I, don't I, fuck this up for me. <laughs> I don't mean to step on your transition, King of Transitions, but um, one, we're kind of not there yet. Yeah. And two, there was more I wanted to say about this scene. Okay, yeah, go, yeah. Ahead. go ahead. Because, because Jay Money is exposed, He's exposed and he storms off very angrily, like way too, his energy does not match the rest of the scene. Just like, what? well, it's, who cares if I faked my grades it's, it's all stupid you're stupid i'm out of here and he leaves yeah um and i just thought it was he had a very it was a very intense energy at the end of that scene that um as someone who was just through a hellish finals week um felt very true when you're just <laughs> done with everything that's fair yep. <laughs> i mean we've all been through <laughs> Sometimes you just don't want to be told something like that exactly. you're bad at life because your grades are terrible and you had to change them to impress one person. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, let's see. Yeah, we went a little bit out of order because um, some of the party, that scene happens before some of the party that we described. It's that scene and then the stuff with like Nelson and America's favorite man, Viper. The most beautiful man. Most beautiful man. Except for, well, he's he's the most beautiful man right now because the real most beautiful man was stung by a bunch of bees. Yes. <laughs> because chronologically, before our good pal Robin shows up, Stephanie goes to console the moping J Money, um, who's in his room upset that he's not good at anything. <laughs> um, 
which like I don't mean that it's it's factually true. Yeah. It's sad. And it's not framed as him being like pathetic sad, like how we no, make fun like of him being sad. Depressed. He's really sad. He's like actually yeah. depressed. I just think it's funny because like I swear there's a line in an earlier episode where J Money's like, I'm not good at anything. And then and then in this episode he's like, I'm not good at anything. And I just love it. I love that we've turned this thing that was so much of a punchline into a character. It really beat. do be like that sometimes. It's so it good. It do be like that sometimes. They, they just, they, they knew when there was gold and they struck it. Guys, 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 hashtag mood. Hashtag mood. Yeah, that's me after finals right now. I'm not good at anything. Stephanie tries to bolster his spirits. She says, Cosmo loves you. And Cosmo immediately leaves the room, and that is some good dog acting. Yeah, if we saw that level of acting from the babies in this show, we wouldn't be complaining yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah. Get on the dog's level, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Moose from Frasier. <laughs> Tyler says in the chat. Tyler just started watching Frasier, so... <laughs> We can tell you guys want to talk about Frasier for a bit. Oh, hell I yeah. Seen the show. I've seen one episode with you. <laughs> Wait, I saw Cheers with you, not Frasier. So Mark is the only <laughs> one who knows anything about Frasier here. I've seen I've seen more Frasier than I think I've seen. Mark, please go on about Frasier. <laughs> Frasier, I was telling you guys, Frasier's a weird show. Every time I watch Frasier, I feel like I'm asleep. <laughs> not because it's boring. But it feels so dreamlike to me. It feels like every time I watch it, it feels like it's a rainy Saturday. Mm, that's nice. So anyways, Fuller House. Uh <laughs> yeah. That's my take on Frasier. We noticed uh we noticed Jay Money has a throw pillow that says nap on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My theory is that uh, you know, it's for when he wants to take a nap. But he doesn't want to remove all those throw pillows. Just throw pillows are by design really annoying and stupid. So he just naps on the throw pillow. It's his but nap hey, pillow. That's just a theory. A nap theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said theory and like my spidey senses were tingling. Do not apologize for that. That was so good. That was, that was you were so on well fire done. Today, so Zach. You were on fire. I know, I'm like so funny right now. Keep telling me how good I am at at, at jokes. That was the kind of energy that I was hoping to bring with regular Al. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, Mark. Regular Al will have his day. So so we determined I can do two voices, and it's Matt Pat and JFK from Clone High. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good voices to do. It is. It is good voices to be able to do. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, oh, back oh, to the yeah. dance. <laughs> That's this is the dangerous. reunion. <laughs> no, we have, you, gotta, uh, you gotta throw some more airs and eyes in there, you know, kind of like, oh, so we're uh, after the dance. <laughs> Kimmy's there huh, in the uh, photo booth machine. And uh, I'm going to stop with the voice now. Please do. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Kimmy and DJ are in the photo booth machine. Kimmy is upset about how everything's going wrong. DJ confides in Kimmy that she's having a good time with Steve. Like, a really good time. Like, a really, really good time with Steve. And, like, maybe she's still in love with Steve. What? Really? 
Wow. I hate that it's storytelling dictates that they always have to get with like the first person they met. Like like yeah. in teen romances, you always know. Here's sorry, any teen girls listening to this. I'm going to spoil every romance novel ever. It's never going to be the second guy. It's always going to be the first one she sees across the hallway and stares gloomily at. I just want to point out we were bad mouthing throw pillows and condescending towards teen romance stories. Can you tell this podcast is hosted by three men? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not uh, calling you whatever. I'm just saying like. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, But then who should show up? Do you want do you want to do? I forget what your transition was, Zach, but do you want to introduce him? Anyways, since Max would be good in uh in a Riddler costume. Could I? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, do you want me to try to set you up? Yeah. OK. Some yeah, other yeah, way? yeah. Please, like, please, like, please. Out. Put it up. Holy reunion, guys. Whoa, Mark. That's that's a Batman reference. Speaking of Batman, the voice of Robin's in this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do see uh, Scott Minvel, and he is just glorious. He's so good in this episode. He is. I didn't see he's the so original good. episode he's from, but... He's just oh what a what a sweetheart. <laughs> I think he was in multiple episodes. Oh, okay. He dated Kimmy. Oh, okay. Um and I think he was her he was her date to the prom. Oh, okay. And he's a motivational speaker now. Yes. Yeah. He's like a Tony Robbins guy. I just yep. expect him to like like shake Kimmy around <laughs> and yell at her like optimize your life. <laughs> Yeah, he's turned, he says, you know, I used to say whatever all the time, and that was my catchphrase, and I've turned it into a lifestyle model. There are bad things in your life, whatever. Things are getting you down, whatever. People are saying you can't do that, whatever. You do you. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he's very good in this, like, kind of one scene. He's in... The latter half, I mean, not half, we're way more than halfway through this episode. Um, he's still there, but this is kind of his big moment, and he's so good in this moment. He is, and he just oh, spends the rest so of the episode in the background just looking really proud of what he's accomplished. Yes, because yes. he inspires Kimmy to go out and just seize the day. Hell yeah. Just go out, wear that trash bag, own those bullies, fuck the establishment. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Fuck your stupid rules. I'm gonna wear a trash bag and dance with my horrible faced husband. <laughs> Only horrible faced temporarily because of the bee stings. Yes. We're not calling you ugly. He's a very one, handsome man. You're a very beautiful man. 100%. 100%. So she runs out, ready to face the day. She's. We do. I like, honestly, um, I can bring up, I don't know how to attack this. The pacing on this episode is a little weird, I think. Yeah, it is a little um, weird. You don't really notice it watching it. So maybe the pacing is fine, but like the, like it makes sense to, because they're at the party the whole time and then the rest of it is the kids and there never feels like a good time to then go back to the kids. It never feels like there's a scene end that's, conclusive and then we can cut away is it also that like they never really collide in any way like the, the a and the b plot yeah. 
Like Jackson never gets like comeuppance for like faking his report card. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, because I was gonna say like um, there's the scene where DJ and Kimmy are commiserating about everything, and DJ is having a great time. Um, and Kimmy's complaining that everybody knows she has a UTI. Um, and then we go to the end of the J Money plot, and then we go back to the party. And that's when we come to Dwayne. Um, like we kind of keep skipping over the other plot because it's so hard to know when it should come back in. Yeah, it's yeah. like very sudden shifts. I just wanted to know, do you think we should just finish out the party and then say what happens with the J Money plot? Or should we go back? Yeah, with sure. Let's just go one plot at a time. Finish the yeah. party. Yeah, let's just do the yeah, party. Because it that's how it felt natural to do it. I know then we pause to talk about how it doesn't feel natural, but yeah. I think it's a worthy thing to talk about with the, No, I think the pacing is a yeah. is a thing to talk about. Um because Kimmy goes back out in a trash bag ready to face her peers. Fernando shows up um uh, I think we said the part of Claude Rains <laughs> will be played by Fernando tonight. So because funny. he is dressed like the invisible man. It's oh, such, yeah. a, it's such a random costume choice. It's so great. He's like, his face is like wrapped up and he has like a trench coat and sunglasses and a fedora. And he comes in and he's like, Kimberlina, it's me. I didn't want to draw any attention to myself. I'm not going to do a Tim Fernando's voice, but he's, he, he didn't want to draw any attention to myself to, his, to himself. And he thought <laughs> the best way to do that was to dress up as the Invisible Man. <laughs> yes, but... Me and Tyler were both very bothered because he's missing the Groucho Marx nose. There's supposed to be a fake nose and he doesn't have it. Instead, he's just suffocating behind wrappings. And I just want to say in regards to the Claude Rains of it all. Yeah. I I need Fernando and Casablanca now. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. 100%. And Fernando would be in the most beautiful of friendships. Oh, Yes. You know, uh, he says, I don't want to attract attention. Kimmy says, you don't need to do that. I'm not afraid anymore. So they unwrap his bandages and everybody laughs at him, which I think is very mean. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, he he has stings. One, he's in distress. And two, like, he doesn't have a perfect face. So you're going to immediately laugh at him. Yeah. What would you do if <laughs> he walked fuck? in with, like, a face injured from a car crash? Be like, ha ha. Yeah. Scott Menville is so proud oh, of yeah. Kimmy. Yeah. He keeps cutting back to him. Robin is so proud of her. And the girl, the popular girl who posted the mean meme goes up to Kimmy and says like, Kimmy, you were never afraid to be weird and just be yourself. And I always admired that. Hey, everybody, to Kimmy Gibbler. And they all start slow clapping. Every, yeah, because everyone loves Kimmy Gibbler now. Everybody loves Kimmy my, my, now. That's a, another good thing here is that Fernando asks what that means. And they're like, oh, it's a slow clap. You know, like that part of the movie where everyone uh, realizes that they like the weird oh, kids in their cool. car. And they're finally accepted by the cool kids. And Fernando's like, oh, what a relief. Because in Argentina, it means you're about to be executed. <laughs> <laughs> what a, that was so out of left field. <laughs> yep. And that's how the episode ends. It is, yep. yeah. That's the end of the episode. Just everybody likes Kimmy Gibbler now, I guess. And then they dance. And, and then, then they, they dance. dance. And then they dance. Um, but to wrap up the J Money plot, to make up for J Money having no accomplishments, 
they decide to have a Jackson Fuller Awards show. Yes, where which they utterly fail at. Like they are so bad. I also want to say the the way they get him downstairs is they say, "Hey, Jackson, come downstairs," and he's like, "No," and they go, "Lola's here," and he goes, "I'm coming." Yep. And I think the only <laughs> one that's like maybe worthwhile and has emotional resonance is Ramona's who yeah. says, you know, when I came into this house, you gave up your room for me to which he says, no, I didn't. My mom took it away. <laughs> which and is true. she's like, still when you, and then, yeah, my mom took it away. And then I ran away from home. <laughs> and then Ramona says, still, eventually you gave your room to me. So I wanted to give you the award for best new brother of 2016. And I thought that was pretty sweet. That was sweet. And then Max is, you got rid of the monster in my closet. You saved my life. So here's Cosmo's obedience award. <laughs> like he couldn't even write something new on it. Which is probably the worst gift you could give someone. Your dog's obedience award. <laughs> but the thing that does the trick is Lola says, you're a good boyfriend and you're a good kisser. And <laughs> Immediately, like, <laughs> boom, instantly his mood changes. Yeah, it's just like, really? Yeah. Um, and I love, they try to make it into a bigger thing where Stephanie says, see, you're a good friend and a good brother and a good boyfriend. People love you. And J Jackson, J Money's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a good kisser? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do anything, Stephanie. <laughs> I was kind of worried that they were going to make it into a whole, like, yeah. real emotional beat. But then, but Jay Money just saved it by going, no, you, no, yeah, 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 emotions. I'm a good kisser. Uh, <laughs> Want to kiss now? But yeah, and I think that's about it. So, ooh, so speaking of awards that are given to Jay Money. Speaking of awards that are given at the end of the episode, it's sometimes to Jay Money, it's time for Sad Boy of the Week. Mark, don't steal my job. <laughs> I just, I thought of it as maybe the perfect transition. I was gonna, maybe, I figured maybe I'd say, like, hey, Zach, do you want a good transition for you to it, do it? It's but fine, I, I forgive you. Alright, guys, so for Sad Boy of the Week this week, I think there's really only, like, two main contenders. Well, we always say that, but then we think of more. Yeah, I have, I have a, I have, I have, I have a few. few. Okay. I have a few. I, the two I'm thinking of are Fernando and J Money. Fernando, J Money. And maybe some of the, Viper. uh... Viper and Nelson. Viper and Nelson. I think they have to be counted as... As one. I think they yeah. have to be counted as one, which might give them an unfair advantage, but it's, it, yes. <laughs> uh, Viper, I kind of ran through his case earlier. But we didn't go as much, we didn't go in as much detail on Nelson. That's true. And he has some really sad moments. <laughs> uh, Nelson, when DJ asks, how are you? He responds, mishearing it as, how many homes do you own? Uh, um, which then uh, proceeds to describe his multiple multiple homes mm -hmm. um, he's Nelson is still like every man in the show hung up on DJ even though he is now wealthy and beyond imagining could probably have most any woman he wants maybe not any woman he wants because he is very sad but <laughs> still <laughs> he quarrels with Viper Loses an arm wrestling match. Yes, that's another yes. thing where they're arm wrestling. Nelson is trying really hard and Viper's just kind of sitting there. 
like uh, looking off into the yeah. distance yeah presumably about thinking about philosophy yep. the meaning of life etc and boobs just and also boobs. philosophy yeah. and boobs. Yeah, you know Ni- nietzsche with giant nietzsche with, like, huge boobs. tits yeah. <laughs> yeah nietzsche was the first big titty goth girlfriend um yes. <laughs> uh so i think i can't think of anything else for nelson really all right viper um viper like i said he's in a band when he's not working at the footlocker he has to buy beer for his for his boss uh he didn't go to this school but is at the reunion because he's still deeply in love with dj he's wasted right now in this moment he is wearing a sleeveless vest Shut up. I understand what you meant because one can wear a shirt or something with sleeves under a vest, but Viper is both wearing a vest and is sleeveless. You're giving me too much credit there. I mistook vest for jacket. (laughs) Also, the vest is leather, which means either he bought a leather vest, which is very strange, or he cut the sleeves off of a leather jacket, which is sad. (laughs) I think they do sell leather vests. I think they're probably, yeah. Yeah, mm. but it's definitely in Viper's character to cut the arms off of a jacket. Yes, yeah. <laughs> pay more money for the jacket so you can cut them off. <laughs> and finally, and perhaps most importantly, his name is Viper. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Viper. That's you, you know what? You bring up a valid point. Oh, um, gosh. But yeah, let's um, move on to... Here's, uh, here's my thing with J-Money in this episode. Mm-hmm. Jay Money was so literally sad and yeah. not really pathetic in the way we like, but just so literally sad. I think we should throw him a bone and make him Rad Boy of the Week. I think, you know what? I like that idea. That's not an official word, but I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because Jay Money is a cool guy. Yeah. It's an unofficial award. We, will, we won't be posting about it, by the way, if you want to see our updated Sad Boy of the Week rankings. We upload them to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram every single week. Um, but we do not... It's an honorary award. We're not going to post about it, but I, I'm fine giving him Rad Boy of the Week. Yeah. Yep. I like that. So, our beautiful boy, Fernando. Yes. yes. Fernando is tricked into re- wearing a race car driver's uniform to this reunion because Kimmy tells him that's what people wear to reunions in America. <laughs> He he decides to spend his time throwing rocks at a beehive. <laughs> and then wouldn't you know it, he gets stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> but he's not down about it. He is having an allergic reaction, but he's not down. There's a whole line that I love where he says, like, uh, he's I forget it's a li- it, he if he has to, he'll order a lift to the hospital. It's cheaper than Uber. Yeah. And then DJ says, are you sure? And then he says, yes, I checked the prices. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you don't need to go to the hospital? Um, so he's, he's, his face is covered with bee stings and is actively swelling, but he's, he's not factoring much into what he does. <laughs> he does, I guess, end up going to the hospital or some, no, he, maybe he just runs out and finds gauze to wrap up his head. So he goes to the hospital he comes back dressed as the Invisible Man, so he's not arouse suspicion. 
and and then ends up revealing his bee stings to the world once again and dancing with his wife. Uh, and that's Fernando. I think, I think I think I'm ready to give my vote. Uh, I don't know if it's just the blatant favoritism that we have on this show, but I think I gotta give it to Fernando this time. <laughs> I, Fernando, all the way. This is, I think, Fernando's most sad boy episode. Yeah, this is like the episode where, like, I feel like there might have been some times where we did it because of the favoritism, but this episode, he earned it. He really did. So, all right. So, before we end off, since this is the end of the season, I do want to go over the final sad boy rankings for season two of Fullest House. Here we go. Can we get some, like, dramatic music, Tyler, in post? All right. So. Final results after season two. In first place, tied for first place, I should say, with four sad boy wins apiece, is a tie between our current rad boy of the week, Jay Money, and Dr. Steve Hale, with four wins apiece throughout two seasons. Tied for second place, with three wins apiece, we have Ramona, Stephanie, and now... Fernando Hernandez Guerrero Fernandez Guerrero tied for second place with three points. And that's, and that's our top five. I don't want to go more into detail. That's our top five after season two. Wonderful. And uh, Wonderful. yeah, we'd like to thank everybody for watching and listening throughout season two. We're going to be taking a break. We're going to be having another little filler episode in between before we start season three. There will be a new episode next week, but it's not going to be Fuller House. It will be something else. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you guys later. Harrison, take us out. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to us. Can't wait to see you in season three. Uh, You can find us, in the meantime, on Fullest House Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And until next time, may your houses be fuller and... (laughs) Whatever. Whatever.